Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Welcome to Sharing the Word again. This is your host, Dr. Driver. We have finished chapters 1 and 2 of Ecclesiastes. And for those who are following our series, we thank you. We thank you for our faithful listeners who listen to us uh, around the globe in various countries, including the United States. And we want to say praise the Lord and thank you. Your support of this ministry and our Sharing the Word podcast is greatly appreciated. And if you continue to support us with any monthly contributions, please do so as the Lord leads you. And for those who are listening for the first time or for those who have been listening and haven't been supporting our airtime, if you will, uh, please do so. We, we really appreciate that. You can donate through the link below on the, this podcast channel or visit our website at tldmevangelisticradionetwork.com slash donate. Any amount is greatly appreciated. So as we get into chapter 3 of Ecclesiastes, most of us, I want to say most of us, have heard um, phrases from this particular chapter. It's called a time for everything. There's always a time to do this and a time to do that. A time to take the kids to school and a time to go shopping and there's a time to make dinner and there's a time to play and have fun but there's also time for chores cleaning out the closets and maybe the furnace and mowing the lawn so there is a time for everything and so Solomon is saying that we are subject to times that is just the way life is, and, and there are changes over which we have little or no control over. I mean, there's a time where you have to get gas, and the price of gas is just so high. There's the time you got to fill your car. You may say, is it appropriate for me to spend $7, $8 a gallon and fill my car up, quarter tank, half a tank, or whatever it may be? So there's a time for that, or a time just to walk everywhere, take public transit. So Solomon is really giving us, there's little or no control over the things that we have to deal with in our society. But he also contrasts this with the state in which God's eternity and sovereignty, we have times that we really need to think about what's it going to be like in heaven. Because there's a time for, for heaven too. There's heavenly minded and there's earthly minded. And I'd rather be heavenly minded. So God does control all the activities of our life. Now we could say that through the scriptures that Satan fell and therefore he's the God of this world. And so there's some influences that Satan does have. But if you are giving your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, God is already in charge of your life. So he does have sovereignty over your life. And that's what I want you to take from this particular passage as we get ready to read it. Uh, I, I told my wife, you know, because she knows I teach quantitative research methodologies. And so everything to me is about numbers and formula. And I always say that to focus on life today, you need, and I told her this, the same thing, you need to see things in time. God's time 
And, you know, Peter talks about this to God. A thousand years is like one day and one day is like a thousand years. But God's time is everything. Make time for God. Make time to pray. Make time to study the word. Make time to fast. Make time to observe the Sabbath. Make time to worship God. There is time. Everything is a time slot. And we will live forever and ever in eternity with the Lord if you're a believer. So I told my wife, measure everything you do in time and numbers. 40 days, seven days, three days, one day, 10 days. See, time, numbers. And so this is what Solomon's also reminding us. There's a time for everything. So let's read that. Let's read the first eight verses and then I'll talk about it in detail. Solomon starts off chapter three. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. So as we could see here, Solomon is making it very clear to us. Everything is based on time. Nothing is permanent here on earth. Nothing is, um, let's just say, going to last forever. The things of this earth are going to pass away. And then we know, we know that when we die, we can't take anything what we have. And Solomon is really giving us some real important concepts or understandings that there is a time for everything. Sometimes you wonder why someone won't share in your blessing. That's a time to share. If somebody has good news, then you share that good news in joy and happiness. If there's bad news and there's mourning, then you share in that time with that person. So when somebody is weeping, you weep. When somebody rejoices, you rejoice. Those are times for things in our life. So I want you to really take time <laughs> to listen to our podcast channel weekly or to listen at any time you feel the Lord leading you because our episodes are already up there in the podcast world. So please continue to listen to our podcast channel. Solomon goes on in verse 9. He says, what does the worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from the beginning to end. Verse 12, I know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and to do good while they, while they live. Verse 13, this is, this is so good. He says that everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his toil. This is a gift of God. 
Now, I thought about that based on what we went through in chapter 2, when we look at toil as meaningless. But everything that we're going through in these hard times, and you know how James, the, the epistle of James says, count it all joy, my friends, when you go through trials and tribulation. It's the testing of your faith, and it produces all these great things of qualities of God. Yes. So Solomon is saying, similarly, <laughs> what James said in the New Testament, because he goes in 12, he goes, I know that there is nothing better for man or for men than to be happy and do good while they live, that everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that men will revere him. So we already know God is immutable. It means he's, he doesn't change. God is the same today and forever. He's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. There's no end of God. There's no start of God. There's no time with God because time is eternal. Time is everlasting. Eternity's sake, you will worship God forever and ever. There's no time period. You won't stop worshiping God in heaven when you are in heaven. There's not, oh, well, it's two o'clock. We need to stop for that. No, every day the elders, I'm going to use time here on earth, but just putting it into perspective, every day, every hour, on the hour, the angels sing in heaven, holy, 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 holy is the Lord, who was, who is, who is to come. And the elders throw their crowns at the Lord's feet, the 24 elders. Wow. So we need to learn to really appreciate that God is sovereign. God is God. And what we're doing here on earth, do everything. Listen to me, my friends. Do everything in the name of the Lord and find satisfaction in doing that. He goes on, he says in verse 15, Whatever is has already been, and what will be has been before, and God will call the past to account. Now, I keep telling uh, some of my colleagues, my friends, that we have this uh, Bible discussion, and I always go through different scriptures to get this across, but I want to share this with you. Solomon knows this. He says it very clearly in verse 15, that we all have to give an account the books are going to be open in Revelation. If you just read chapters 20 and 21 of the book of Revelations, you understand this, that God himself opens the books and everything is written about us from every thought, every word, and every action. And then he opens the book of life. And if your name is not found in the book of life, he says, depart from me. So we have to remember that everything is recorded and God will call everything to an account. Verse 16, And I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wicked, wickedness was there. In the place of justice, wickedness was there. Verse 17, I thought in my heart, God will bring to judgment both righteous and the wicked. For there will be a time for every activity, a time for every deed. And I want to remind you to encourage you. The Psalms talk about it a lot. David prays and says, Lord, how long will the wicked prosper? You, you've been through those scripture verses. 
And so you go, don't envy the, the wicked. Don't envy that it seems like God's not doing anything and they seem to be benefiting with success and favor and riches and so on. But my friends, God is going to bring everything under the sun in judgment. Don't fret because it appears that the wicked is getting away. Regardless of what you see in go, going on in the world, from this pandemic to the politics to what's going on in Hollywood to crime in the streets and people just being evil, my friends, don't lose heart. God will judge and God is a just God and he will bring judgment upon those that continue to do evil. Verse 18, I also thought, as for men, God tests them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Man's fate is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Man has no advantage over the animal. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust and to dust all return. Now, we have to look at it this way. Yes, Adam had dominion to name all the animals, according to Genesis. We also know that based on the creation, that man was supposed to rule over the earth. But man sinned. And because man sinned, guess what? God put judgment on that. The first Adam brought death because of sin. The second Adam, Jesus Christ, brings eternal life. So praise be to God. Amen. But we all now will die because of the sin, the origins, the sin in the garden. Eve was deceived, Adam sin. Read the scriptures. So both are at fault, both sin. And because of that, it brought death to our bodies. But because of Jesus Christ, the second Adam, he brought the new life, the eternal life, to us by dying on the cross for our sins. We are redeemed because of the shed blood of Jesus. We are bought and paid for with the price of his death on the cross. But we still will all die. But praise be to God, the scripture says that the dead in Christ will rise. Listen to me. The dead in Christ will rise. And thee, then thee, us, who are left, will be caught up, changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, to meet the Lord in the air. So we really have no advantage today. You have pets. I have a pet. We have many pets. <laughs> but you have to remember, we all have a time allotted for death. It's appointed once for a man to die, the scriptures tell us, then the judgment. So we have no advantage over the animal or those that live on this earth. So in closing on chapter uh, 3, verse 22, Solomon says, So I saw that there is nothing better for a man than to enjoy his work, because that is his lot. For who can bring him to see what will happen after him? I sat down with a few of my um, friends that are in business, and we talked about, I shared this in the last episode, what happens to your businesses 
if if you died, if you got killed in a car accident or had some disease or whatever, do you have a succession plan? Do you have anything that will keep your business going? Because obviously you have employees and clients and so on. Normally, a business that is that um, wide, <laughs> that you know, as a very large clientele base, or is an establishment that provides services or retail to people, uh, there's got to be a plan what happens if you don't survive it. But Solomon is saying, there is nothing better for a man to enjoy his work because this is his lot. So I'm, I'm confessing to you, my friends. I'm sharing this with you. I, at times, I have, and I can say this, at times, I wasn't enjoying my life. Meaning, the toil, the, tr the struggles of, of being in the military, the, the, the struggles when I retired from the military and, and then I'm an entrepreneur and I have businesses and the heartache that comes with that. Over the years, I started to just say, what's the point of all this? It's, 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 it's a lot of burden. But then reading scripture and knowing that this is my lot in life. Being a pastor, um, not only in the military, or working for the military as a chaplain, but also as a church planter and evangelist, there's a lot of struggles, a lot of stress. But you learn to say, Lord, this is what you called me to do. And so I'm going to enjoy each day because each day is a gift. And I will enjoy it because you are God. And this is my lot in life. So when he says in verse 22, chapter 3, So I saw that there is nothing better for man than to enjoy his work, because that is his lot. That is what you got, you're called to do. For who can bring him to see what will happen after him? We don't know what's going to happen two days from now, 24 hours from now, four hours from now. Anything can happen. So learn to enjoy life, no matter how old you are. And learn to say, praise God that you have blessed me so. And that this is my lot in life. And I will enjoy my job. I will enjoy my ministry. I will enjoy my business. I will enjoy my retirement days. This is my lot in life. Blessed be the holy name of God. Praise his name, my friends. And learn that we all have a time to do something. There's a time for everything under the sun, but do it, enjoy it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We are a nonprofit 501c3 parachurch organization. Your donation is tax deductible. Help us continue to share the word globally 
by becoming a faithful monthly supporter. Click the support button on your Share the Word podcast channel or visit us at our website at tldm.com evangelistic radio network slash donate